What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Deep Dig a Sports Pod. I am your host, Drew, with my other host over there. What's up? Countdown to Christmas time. It's D. How's everything going? Dude, I'm feeling great today. Uh, Christmas is almost upon us. I know we've been showered with the gift of Brock Purdy, but I, okay, my friend, shout out to Lil Diana, took me to this place called, what what, what was that place called? Uh, Falling Prices. So it's like where they just bring pallets of junk and you like go in and you like, you're literally opening box, like cardboard boxes and like what's in there. And I found like a lot of good Christmas gifts. It was all $6, whatever you could find. And like, as the week goes on, the price goes down every day. So like tomorrow it's $5. The next day it's four. So I had quite a day. Pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. Uh, I'm just so excited. Uh, we are inching ever so close. Well, first up, this Thursday, we got the Seattle Seahawks. This is going to be a big test for Brock Purdy. But after that, we're actually going to be at that Commanders game, you and I. So I'm so excited. This is going to actually be my first regular season game. I've actually been to uh, two, I think, preseason games and one preseason Raiders game where I got in for free because the Raiders suck so bad. I was a, I want to say, 11-year-old kid. And uh, they, you know, we wore it for, uh, we went because we were part of a flag football organization. Yeah, I was there too. I was a and, younger kid. Uh, they made <laughs> they made us wear our flag football jerseys. I had a Cardinals jersey on and... As a little kid, these shitty ass Raiders fans were drunk, talking shit, and wanting to fight me, a literal child. So that is the, you know, that is the Raiders fans. To be fair, you were pretty tall um, for eleven year old. But yeah, we're looking forward to being at this Commanders game. We're gonna be in Greenlot Four, in the the that parking area. You know, we're gonna be tailgating. Come find us. Come talk to us. We'll be tweeting out all day. Uh, at the deep dig pod so go ahead and like comment subscribe follow us on twitter and we're looking forward to like meeting some of you guys and come tr- have some drinks with us man i'm pumped we're ready but let's get to the pod because brock purdy is that guy i've been saying it all season ever since we drafted him go back and check our mr irrelevant video um how you feeling about his performance against the goat it was a very impressive performance. I mean, they blew them out, and Brock Purdy looked just as amazing as everyone was hyping him throughout the rest of the week. Uh, it really felt like this was a coming out party. He was just on it. He had a rushing touchdown. He looked good in the face of pressure. He looked poised even while up, like, hey, I still want to make some plays. Like, let's get this uh that oh my god that throw to Brandon Ayuk it looks even better when you watch it on the replay knowing that he needed to do that pump fake when Brandon Ayuk was going to you know do it looked like he was going to run that hook route Brock Purdy pump fakes gets the DB to step in and then throws it while knowing he's going to get smashed by that D tackle it was an awesome play dude he just kept making play after play and Especially like Kyle to have the confidence in him to throw that Ayuk play after that uh pick got called back. Like, what is what is Kyle drinking lately, man? Like, what is in his water to where he's calling these Brock Purdy plays like his favorite guy? Like, like as if 
we drafted Brock Purdy with the number three pick. He's just feeling so confident about this guy. I think it's because Purdy has that air about himself. Like, did you see, like, he is a literal field general. He was out there like, hey, get over here. No, stop, stop, stop. I remember, like, I so I watched, like, a good hour of Brock Purdy breakdown from this first game. Um, from, you know, JT O'Sullivan, I watched the uh, uh, Baldy's breakdown of it. He was really, like, picking his shots, and he was, like, in full command of the game. At no point did it feel like, uh, like, yep, that's a rookie. It felt like, damn, all of his playtime that he had really, really mattered in this situation, which was an NFL game against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. It was a, it was a wild experience, and they blew the brakes off of them, dude. They made this, even though this defense had been a little bit of hit and miss, they're still a really good pro defense. Todd Bowles is one of the best defensive coordinators. If he were just the defensive coordinator, it'd be like, damn, Todd Bowles should probably get a head coaching gig. But he's one of the best defensive coordinators, and they just had no answers for Brock Purdy. It was it was really awesome to see. Yeah, it's crazy because last night I just binge watched all of the new season of Last Chance U. <laughs> um, maybe I think you see the rings in her eyes because I didn't sleep. Uh, but it was it was crazy because there is, is a moment where they do go through a rough patch and the coach is just like, you know what? All these four star, five star guys, like, I don't care where you came from anymore. I just need to figure out who who are the dogs on my team? Where are the dogs at? And that's where I'm kind of like, that's exactly what they're doing with Brock Purdy right now. Like, it does not matter he wasn't a first-round pick or he wasn't at Alabama or Ohio State. It's like, this guy is a fucking dog, and he's he's coming to play every play. Like, he's hurt right now, and he's like, no question about it. I'm ready to roll. Like, this guy is a leader, if anything. Yeah, and you just see the swagger that he has. And not just, like... Oh, like when he's on the sidelines, it's like in the middle of the play, he's like, oh, we got this. Don't worry about it. When he threw that pick and it got called back, he was like, okay, like I'll make up for it. I'll make up for it. And he did, dude. Is this guy something special? Like, again, how I said on this last pod, it's there's a difference between, you know, a backup quarterback who could step in and do it for one, two, maybe even three games. But Brock Purdy has the chance for an extended run of being the starting quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers. And if he takes full advantage of it and gives them even a deep playoff run, not even saying Super Bowl, but just looks good, or at least the caliber he looked in three quarters of work against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he's going to get a shot at actually being the guy, dude. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be a long road until we get to that point. But as far as this season... Yeah, if he can keep doing that, like what it was, people always say, like, we just need a quarterback good enough to like get us through. Like, we don't need a star quarterback with this team because of the talent level, but he's not playing like a guy that's just good enough. Like, he's playing like a guy that is elevating the guys around him. Like, yes, he does have McCaffrey and Debo and Ayuk and all these people, but the way he's playing, he played in that Tampa game, he was bringing them up with him rather than like relying on them to bring him up. And that's what makes me feel like this guy has a little something to him. And yeah, we still have Trey Lance on the roster. We're not saying like, oh, 
cut Trey Lance, trade Trey Lance or anything. But right now, like, if he carried that level of play the rest of the season and got us to, like, the NFC Championship game, I would say, like, maybe we throw a little competition in camp and see. And, like, how Brock Purdy looks in this offense and looks at practice, he might win that competition if it was, like, if you erased the draft value. Yeah, but we know that's not how the real world works, realistically. One guy is always going to have that edge as far as Trey Lance, just because of the intangibles, where he was drafted, what they gave up to get that draft position. So even if it is 50-50, like Brock Purdy would need to have an amazing one. He would have to have an amazing rest of the season. And two, he would have to have an amazing camp to elevate him past Trey Lance. Because right now, like Trey Lance, you have to put him above Brock Purdy. Um, but I know we didn't even talk about this beforehand, but Jimmy's gone, right? Like with the way Brock Purdy's playing, Jimmy has to be Jimmy. See you, Jimmy. (laughs) How quickly the fan base can turn on a Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, these guys were saying like how Jimmy needs to come back and be the starter. And then all of a sudden, all I'm seeing is, oh, Brock Purdy is the guy. And no one was saying that last week when, uh, Baker Mayfield was on the market. Yeah. Uh, it's just a lot of flip-flopping. You know, I ain't calling out anyone specific, but there's been a lot of flip-flopping. I'm not going to lie. All right, it was me. Like, I I was like, Jimmy needs to come back now. Like, if we can get him back in, like, six weeks, that means that all Brock Hardy has to do is just win the wild card game. But, no, like, he's done, dude. Like, it makes it such an easier decision to walk away from Jimmy Garoppolo when you know you have both Trey Lance and now Brock Purdy playing at this level, it makes it very easy to not overpay for a guy in Jimmy Garoppolo, who we just said, this is the perfect incumbents of the Jimmy Garoppolo experience. There's a lot of hope. There's you know flashes here and there, but ultimately there is disappointment because he's just not going to play. And why would you pay 15 to 20 million, however much Jimmy's going to get in the market, uh, for a quarterback when you just saw that someone can do it for a lot cheaper. Like, if we're going to roll back with Jimmy now, if Brock Purdy stays this level, he's looking better than Jimmy. Um, I know some people were like, oh, he's putting up Jimmy-esque stats. Um, he put up, when is Jimmy sat a fourth quarter because he's blowing out a team? Like, I don't, I don't remember. I don't think I've, I don't think I've seen it. Um he put up Jimmy's stats in three quarters because he was beating the team so bad he didn't have to play the fourth quarter. So, and realistically, it wasn't even at halftime you knew that they weren't going to throw the ball a lot. You know what I mean? It was that type of blowout. So it was an it was a very impressive win. If Brock Purdy does keep this up, like it makes it very very easy to be, you know, hey, like third round comp pick by Jimmy. But, I mean, we'll see. Um, obviously, he's going to have some, I think, some easier games coming up to, like, really see if he can get his footing and stay this way. Um, or if he comes back down to earth. Like, is this going to be, like, the Mike White of last year situation where Mike White comes out in on fire and then kind of just dies out? Um, or is he going to just be this guy? Like, this is who he is now. Uh, I kind of keep thinking, like, is he closer to tom brady's trajectory or like lynn sanity trajectory like is this just a 
a week in in the garden that's going crazy or is he like in it for the long hauls and we're not going to know until we get to playoff time and i like the mike white comparison here just because i don't think necessarily mike white got the fair shake last year because of his draft status um so he was you know he had something there while he had the play time, he had one bad game and they could easily pull it because you don't roll with the lower drafted guy when you have Zach Wilson, who you drafted number two. And that's a very good comparison. Mike White and Zach Wilson to Trey Lance and Brock Purdy, because you don't know how long of a leash they would necessarily give Brock Purdy. If let's say Trey Lance is healthy next year. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's a group of guys, um, that I kind of just not talent wise or play wise group together, but intangible wise that are just so natural and like natural leaders and the team really pushes for them. And I feel like they can get all the juice out of the team when they're the guy like Mike White, Brock Purdy looks like he's one of those guys, Taylor Heineke. And uh, I throw like a little bit of Garner Minshew in there. Like he just has a little bit of an it factor of personality PJ Walker. Yeah, PJ Walker. I mean, we're not saying these guys are like great quarterbacks, but they do something to the team where it's like, hey, we believe we can fucking win this game no matter what. Even if our guy isn't the most talented, he isn't the best quarterback, he's going to find his way to win, which is like, you know, kind of Tebow esque um, to some degree. I know Tebow was on a whole nother level of that because he looked so terrible, but then it was like, all right, it's we're going to come back time. and win. Yeah, Tebow time. But yeah, he just has that. Please don't ever do that again. Um, <laughs> so glad audio listeners didn't have to see that. Uh, but yeah, he just has the, that intangible factor where it's like, hey, uh, we believe in this guy and you're making us believe in it in everything. Yeah. And so, I mean, now moving forward into the do you want to move it forward in the Seahawks game now? And what this means is on a quick turnaround. With an yes. injury, like so what are you Brock didn't hurt his uh Brock didn't hurt his oblique, saying that everything's fine. He said he could have played the rest of the game if he wanted or if he needed to. Um Seattle did lose this last week and we're facing them on a short week. Um I feel like it's starting to like not fall apart for them, but I feel like it's really coming back down to earth. Uh I think we're meeting in that perfect time. The team is so confident, we're on win streak. Brock Purdy is looking good. This is I feel like this could be a game that really boosts his confidence even more. What are you thinking about going into this week? Yeah, I mean, this is a game for like <coughs> the division. So you know that they like the team is really gonna be hyped and on point for this. And this is a team in Seattle that really isn't gonna back down. And you're in hostile territory. If this team has a fighting chance, it's going to be because of the home field advantage and because the offense doesn't make mistakes. Um, they've had some, you know, corners emerge over this last year or over the uh, since last time we faced them. And I'm excited to see what this defense is going to throw at, you know, a young quarterback in Brock Purdy and how the rest of the offense is going to react to it. Now we have Christian McCaffrey. We didn't have him before. So it's two completely different teams facing off. It's going to be an exciting matchup. And you know, every time Seattle and San Francisco face off, 
it's a dogfight. So two completely different teams. One seems to be trending the, you know, the other way while one is trending up. But you just you just throw the records out when it comes to this specific matchup. And I think this is just it, it's not a must win game per se for like playoff wise, but I think it is a must win game for the 49ers in the fact that we can just close out this division. Like, let's just win it already. And then I think we're kind of locked in in that three spot. Um, the losses early, earlier in the season are really coming back to haunt us. And each week, those losses, each week since those losses, they've looked worse and worse and worse. And uh, it, it's it's coming back now. Like, it's come back in, coming back around. We're not going to be able to get the two seed because Minnesota is deciding to be regular season MVPs here. And then the Eagles are just so far ahead. Uh, so one seed is completely gone. Two seed is going to be hard to come by. But if we can, you know, win this game and be just sec- secure our playoff life, that's all we want to do. And we were concerned coming into the season, like, if we could even do that because of, like, how <laughs> the our division looked difficult on paper coming into this year. But let's just, you know, secure our playoff spot. Washington's going to be a tough game because they're fighting for their playoff life. But it's a game we can afford to drop if we win this game. Yeah, all that matters right now is winning the division, beating Seattle. Let's X that out and let's let's clinch our spot. Let's, you know, give this fan base and this team that big sigh of relief. And then there's a long, a quote unquote long week. I know it's a, you know, after this, they're going to be playing a Saturday game, but it'd be a longer week per se. So I'm pretty excited. I think this is going to be, a chance for a marquee win on the season, even though it's a team that, you know, coming into the season, we thought was going to be dog water. So I'm excited. Yeah. And uh, look forward to our diamond pick of the week that we're dropping on a Wednesday this week, because they're playing on Thursday night. We give you the best bets, make a little money. I think we've won like nine out of the last 11 weeks, something like that. Something ridiculous. No no big deal. No big deal. (laughs) We're just giving out winners for free here. But yeah, like, comment, subscribe, um, and watch our Diamond Pick of the Week on Wednesday. Yep. But there is some controversy that came from that game. A very heart drop moment when Debo got rolled up. Um, I thought his knee was gone. I thought it was for sure. Like, right away, I was like, season's over. Yep. He's done. But luckily, it was his ankle. Um, I think Kyle came out recently and said it was like his knee is a little sprain, ankle sprain. Um, but everyone on Twitter is like shitting on Kyle saying he shouldn't be running Debo when we're up 21 points. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I know people wanted to see more Jordan Mason. He, I think he has, over the last three weeks, 24 carries for like 124 yards. But it is stretched out over such a period. Uh, we can't get him. We're not giving him touches. So what are your thoughts on that? I'm not really mad at it with the flow of the game. It's not like you can just like plug and play. Like you got to still get, have that threat of a Debo run. I know it's, you know, optics. It's like, Oh, well they were up 21. Yeah. But also we need to make sure that when Debo goes in motion, like he is going to get, you know, that handoff that sometimes people bite. You know what I mean? So 
I don't think you can blame Kyle for this one. Like there's a lot that you could have blamed Kyle for throughout this entire season, not being ready for the fucking Broncos. Um, who else did we lose to that we needed? Uh, the Falcons. The Falcons. Um, who? Bears. Oh, the Bears. So there's a lot that you could throw on Kyle. Uh, this wasn't one of them. This is just one of those things. Like it happens. This is what you pay Debo Samuel for. You didn't pay him to be a straight up wide receiver. You paid him to be an offensive weapon. So it just kind of is what it is. That's how football goes. Like sometimes you just get rolled up on. It wasn't anybody's fault. It's not like the play call was for him to even go up the middle. So like anyone complaining, like Kyle's just running these people up the middle. That's not where the play was supposed to go. Anyways, he bounced back. So it's just sometimes you just got to, you know, take your credit card and charge it to the game. Yeah, it's a physical offense. We're banking on guys that are injury prone. Yeah, this is a freak injury. But I, I mean, again, we're banking on guys that are pretty known for not being there. We want them to be there. And so things like this happen. We got we got lucky. He's going to come back. So that, that's all I care about. Um, as far as the play call, like, yeah, we're only up 21. You never know, especially like Debo fumbled on that. They could have went down and scored and then like Brock Purdy, you know, gets a little shook. He's a rookie and you never know. Um, it's not like the NBA, like basically sit down your starting five when you get up 20 and like you can coast the rest of the game. You'll probably be OK. Um, we've seen the Lions come back a lot of times on teams. We've seen some crazy stuff happen. And in the NFL, you don't have so many players on a roster where you can just sit everyone like you don't have that luxury even in blowouts you don't see quarterbacks really sit until like five six seven minutes left in the game um Brock pretty sad pretty fucking early yeah in this game because it was just like so far gone but yeah it, it, it's not like a typical thing to like let off the gas in the third quarter or something like that uh it was he got hit in the third yeah I believe so. Uh, I yeah, don't know. It was, no, it actually might have been in the, like the second. Or yeah, I don't. Know. It's either way. It's, it was uh, not something where you typically lay your foot off the gas, especially in the NFL, where like they're gonna keep coming at you. And like uh, we've seen, Mike Evans can get a deep ball at any moment. So I, I'm not too mad at it. It's it's what it is. Um, Debo's gonna be okay. I, the same thing could happen to McCaffrey, and then we could have been like. Why Yo, what are you doing, Kyle? Why, why isn't Jordan Mason in there? And Jordan Mason could have got rolled up. Like it, it just happens. So, especially all these guys, like Kittle, he could have got hurt easily. McCaffrey could have got hurt easily. Mitchell is hurt. Like, yeah, it's just what you come to expect with this offense. Um, I, I give him more blame for the Trey Lance thing, for the Trey Lance injury, running up the middle, and all that. That's a but different story. That's a, that's a different story. That's a whole you can different story on that. Like, I had no problem like giving Kyle the blame on that one more than this. This is a non-issue for me. Yeah, but uh, I think that's everything for today. Guys. Yeah, we're done, folks. Uh, go ahead and like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow us on social media, on Twitter and Insta. And also check out the pod. You can listen to the audio version on pretty much any platform. Yeah, and uh, check out some videos that are either up here or, or on that side. Uh, yeah, we did some cool stuff lately, so go and watch those. Thanks for All watching right. this. Later.